Yeah, so these are opportunities you're not going to like run into like it's they're not necessarily going to like just Google you and find you in most cases, right? These are mm -hmm. people who are interested in things that you're interested in that you happen to start like being around from from just chasing your own interests. So it opens a, an opportunity to meet more people. The more people you meet, the more likely you are going to make to make business connection. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Today, I have a returning guest on the show. I'm very excited uh, for this episode, getting to talk with Roy Serafin again. He was on the podcast in episode 79, where we talked about how you can grow your business by removing services, where Roy talked about how he had added video uh, to what he was offering uh, through his business, and then by removing that... Um, he was able to grow his business further. It was a really great episode. I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that one, especially if you like um, our back and forth on this episode. Um, and today, uh, Roy is going to be talking about how we can attract more leads by networking and how important those relationships are for your business if you don't know Roy, if you don't remember him from episode 79, he is a wedding photographer um, who stays in the moment with his couples. Um, he is a business coach, um, and also he writes blogs for photographers. We briefly touched about that, um, but uh, yeah, he's based in uh, Orlando, Florida, and he'll get into all of that. I ask him these questions later, um, but yeah, I'm excited for the show. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome. Welcome, Roy. Welcome to the podcast. Roy Serafin is back. We got another returning guest to the show, um, which I'm really liking these returning guests. These are fun because we already have They're like fun. we already have some rapport going on um, for for those of you who are not who did not watch this live on uh, Facebook. Um, we we've been talking for like seven minutes about just how to hold coffee <laughs> cups and uh, just all, all, all a bunch of just nothing. Um, so if you're interested in nothing, like if you're a Seinfeld fan, uh, definitely go search Roy Serafin in the Facebook group. Uh, but Roy, yeah, if you, if you Google Seinfeld, I'm not coming up just so you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Roy, oh, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. How are you this morning? Yeah. I'm good. I'm pumped to be here. I love doing this podcast. Yeah. Like I said, I, mean, I think I've messaged you before. I'm like, yeah, this is just like, it's a good time. Yeah. That's... <laughs> and I've learned new things already about Gilmore Girls, but I've learned new things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll yeah. have, I'll post that link in the show notes too. Uh, Cause it's just, it's the most, <laughs> the weirdest way of holding a coffee mug. Um, that could just be like a me thing that I'm like, that's not how you do this. Um, but <laughs> But yeah, I try to make this, uh, I, I want this to be a fun time uh, for the guests and for the listeners too. So I'm glad, glad you're having a good time. I'm having a great time as well. And um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, networking and how that can attract more uh, leads. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but Roy, for, for anyone who did not um, 
did not listen to your other episode yet, uh, which is episode 79. Uh, I knew nice. off the top of my head, did not just look it up. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, it, it, if they have not heard you before, give us a little um, backstory about you, where you're, you, where you're based. Are you recently moved, right? Or are you still yeah, in the process so I, of moving? No, no, I'm in, this is, I'm in Florida now. Okay. Um, it's, I am in a different part of Florida than I was intending to be. <laughs> um, okay. Because I got, I, it, there was a, there was a lot of moving issues. Um, but yeah, I, I, I originally am from Chicago, um, that area, uh, like an hour outside of it in Indiana, but that's what, it's basically Chicago. Yeah. So I did most of my work. Um, been a wedding photographer for like six years. Uh, now I'm a now I'm now I'm doing coaching on top of it. Um, some some blog writing for photographers as well. It's, it's I, I do a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, originally I was I was from that area uh, for a little bit. I lived in Arizona, then I moved back, and now I'm in um, Orlando, uh, where I was originally going to be in Tampa. Okay, but I'm here. I'm home. I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> so not too far. Not like a Tampa to Miami type difference, because uh, that's what uh, like an hour and a half. Uh, it's an Orlando hour. Well, it there? depends because I four is the worst place on earth. Um, mm. So it, mm. it just depends because that's it's it's all tourists. They're either going to to like Clearwater for the beach or yeah. they're going to Disney World, and none of them have taken a driver's like a driving like course at all. So no. there's just accidents and traffic. Yeah, and they're all on <laughs> vacation. They're just like I'm just gonna they don't care. drive however I want to. <laughs> I've got my Mickey Mouse yeah. ears on, and we're we're good. Um, well, that's yeah. cool. How, how are you liking Florida? It's great. It's, um, it's a, it's a very big, like lifestyle change. Um, in that, like I can go outside every day and it's, I'm not cold or anything. There's no like, right. Just constant sunshine, but yeah. also, um, coaching has kind of like, like just changed. Whereas like before I had to do like zoom lessons with everyone. And now people will come out here and I might meet them at the parks and, and like talk through like stuff while we're waiting in line for rides, nice. <laughs> which is gotta be a super unique to me. I have to imagine. I don't know, Yeah, no, <laughs> but it's, it's a good kind of coaching that I would want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We hang out, we go on Velociraptor at universal. We're good to go. Yeah. Um, but I'll amazing. do that. And then, um, the clients are fun too. Like we, I, we did a, a session on a speedboat the other day, nice. um, which was awesome. Uh, aside from the fact that we were on like a small Florida Lake where alligators live. Oh yeah. And I, I had questions. I asked the guy, I asked the guy, I'm like, Oh, so like you guys like run into alligators and he's like, Oh yeah, check this out. He pulls up his phone. He's like, it's a video of them at night, like chasing alligators in the lake, like tiny ones and then catching them. Oh, Okay. So yeah, yeah, so it's 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 a lifestyle change. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit different than the question that was asked. Like, do you ever run into alligators? Oh yeah, we chase them. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. We do yeah, when you meet a real Floridian, that's what happens. Like they're, they're like, oh yeah, gators are great. They're fun. Or the or you get the really weird guy who's like, yeah, they taste awesome. Yeah, You're like okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I've had I had alligator once. It was in Florida. Um, yeah. And I was like 12 or something. Uh, it was, it was interesting. It, it, I, I don't know. It, it kind of tastes I, it's like chicken. Similar to chicken. Yeah. Yeah. People say it tastes like chicken. Um, yeah. To, to just about everything. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, it does. It's similar. Well, it sounds like you're getting a very, uh, a Florida experience living there. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. I do love yeah, the, uh, the climate there, uh, when it's not, uh, crazy humid, um, and just like the ability to go outside in like February and yeah, just go to a park, um, and it not be super cold. Um, which is what I like about Texas as well is it, it gets cold here, but it's like bearable. 
It's like, yeah, heavy jacket. I'm fine. Um, yeah, there, there's no like dangers of frostbite ever. Um, well, except for a couple <laughs> of years ago when it was like 14 degrees and no one was prepared and our electricity grid went out. <laughs> But other than that, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was good. Uh, just that small issue just, is like that's it. Just that one. Um, but yeah, well, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that Florida is working well and uh, transitioning into the new place. I know, like moving markets is always um, always a difficult thing, and uh, yeah. and just like transitioning clientele and marketing and SEO. Have you done anything particular, uh, like specific to like, you know, knowing that you're going to move to Florida? I know this isn't the topic, but I'm just interested. That's okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, weirdly enough, like with coaching, I've, I've actually become kind of like the guy to talk to about like moving markets cool. because, um, prior to even moving out here, I mean, you, you know, it took a long time with COVID weddings, everything finishing up or whatever, mm. but, um, prior to even being out here, I was already like page one on Google, um, for Tampa specifically, uh, slowly working up, the, up, up, up for, for Orlando. I've got like networking. I, I started networking really quickly um, and meeting different like vendors and, and clients even um, and just going to a bunch of different events to kind of like establish myself so that at the very least I would be um, top of mind. Yeah. You know, like the, the, they, 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 they meet a client because when you meet somebody – no matter what you do, eventually they're going to run into a client and be like, oh my God, you'd be perfect for, for Roy or John or whatever. Like you, you're going to be that first thing. So, um, I did a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff, uh, switching SEO, um, changing my homepage up, changing the layouts up, doing a lot of venue tours before I even lived in the area, mm -hmm. taking photos, just about everything I could think of. Was, um, so it was, it was a lot. Was that a lot of like traveling to do tours or like meeting with people virtually? Um, it was a lot of traveling. Yeah. Okay. So like you, I would go there and I would actually, I think like, uh, I just throw like a 20 millimeter on my camera or 24 or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and go through venues and just quickly take a, a few photos and write out what I liked about the venues and kind of create, um, content from there nice. um, for, for new places that I haven't shot at. So a lot of it's, it's different. Whereas like my old market, I had photos of couples at these places, but right. obviously <laughs> yeah. I haven't done that yet. No. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's interesting. That's very similar. I did the same sort of thing moving to a new market where I was like, okay, I'm in this smaller market. I want to move to a bigger market. It's about two hours away. Um, and I, I did the same where I just like scheduled a bunch of tours and was like, yeah, I'm going to bring my camera. I'll take some photos. I'll send you a link. You're welcome to use these photos. And then I just put a blog together of like a bunch of venues in the area uh, and it didn't, yeah. and it felt weird cause it didn't have people in it. And I'm just so used yeah. to taking pictures of couples. Um, but yeah. it's still, I mean, it's been a couple of years and that's still like my number one blog post, like the most traffic <laughs> yeah. is through that one, which still doesn't have any people in it. I should, I've photographed at these venues now. I should, uh, update some of those photos. Uh, so that's a yeah. note. Well, it's also <laughs> for me later. <laughs> you'll probably you'll probably raise your rankings when you do that too, because you always want to update those articles over time. Yeah. Um, so the Google's like, this is this is still relevant. Right. Yeah. Instead of like, okay, this was posted in you know 2020, and it's just been sitting here, still getting traffic, but just sitting here. But whenever you do update those photos and update things. Uh, that's that's a good that's a good point. Uh, I don't do that enough. Go through old blog posts and update, you know, even just you know some of the wording and just kind of make it a little bit more 
sound like me because a lot of times my first draft does not really sound like the way that I talk. It's a little bit more, uh, you know, structured or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, cool. That's a yeah. The good... um, the feel your photos guys actually have a good reference for why you would want to do that. It's like, okay. <clears throat> imagine you're writing. Uh, the Ed Bliss. This is literally from their podcast. Like yesterday, I was listening to it while I was walking around. Nice. Um, but imagine like you're writing an article for like the, the best movies of all time, right? If you ignore that for a few years, like eventually you're going to be missing one of the movies that are supposed to be like added to that list, like an expected result from Google essentially. So, right. um, the the relevance of that article is going to start dropping over time because it's not it's it's not going to be continuously updated so if you're just going through and you're just checking some things maybe adding a venue or two again your venue mm -hmm. preference might even change so like oh, yeah. dropping those things in there is super helpful yeah no that's a good point okay well sweet yeah. well like yeah. and, and and you mentioned like going on these tours uh going to networking events and things like that i mean that's kind of like yeah. a good segue into our our topic today about networking and how yeah. that can attract more leads um with uh with that what are some like networking opportunities that we can look for in our area online all those kinds of things yeah so it's um i approach this probably like more differently than i think a lot of people do and that when i'm when i'm looking for networking opportunities i'm not specifically looking for necessarily like a place where only clients are going to be. So I'm not like, going, oh, okay, here's a wedding expo. I got to go hang out here. Um, though that wouldn't be a bad place to, to do that. Um, what I'm typically looking for is like, I'll go on Eventbrite and I'll look for um, things that are just going to be fun. You know, like something that's in my interest, right? So it would probably be where my ideal client's going to hang out. Mm -hmm. So uh, like for me, that might be something like um, like a pilot's association or something like that, where we're just kind of like learning, you know, it's just a bunch of pilots hanging out and people who do aerial photography or whatever. Um, you'll meet a lot of people doing things like that um, or even like uh, an after uh, what's a, what's a, it's, I feel like it's called drinks after work or something like that, but it's basically people who are working in sales jobs or whatever, um, that want to hang out after work. So they'll, they'll go to like these, uh, little meetups at a bar or whatever, a local, local business. And you just kind of hang out with a group of people. I've ran into like, I want to say I've gotten like 10 weddings just from those alone where we're, we're, or, or sessions, weddings, you know, engagement sessions, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I like you just end up accidentally start you talk about work like people ask you about that naturally right. and it's so natural that you end up being front of mind because like oh yeah I remember like Roy like had that really weird drink that was uh, you know that at the at the bar or whatever and it stood out to me and then they start thinking about yeah, yeah he's a photographer too so like you you become again top of mind um and then there's like even works like wedding specific stuff where like you might go to a uh, speed networking thing which I don't know if like, I don't know if you're familiar with what like speed dating is, but it's roughly the same thing where you have a table. Yeah, <laughs> there's a table and everyone gets like a minute around the table um, to like you speak your business and then you go to like six more tables after that. It's it's actually kind of fun because everyone like screws it up Like no one's perfect on the first of the couple rounds by the by the seventh. You're even <laughs> still messing up, but like in different ways. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, it's like that's a really good way to like practice your elevator pitch. It's like, okay, I've got a minute to tell you what I do. Um, yeah, yeah, and the and the unique aspects of what you do because you don't want to be like the photographer that says like I take wedding photography and then six other wedding photographers are at the same table. Like you want to stand out from from them in some way, shape, or form. So it's a good practice. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I know. Like for me, I 
whenever someone would ask me what I did, I was like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm a photographer uh, because <laughs> like it was it was weird. It uh, I had always been at a nine to five job and now I'm a full time photographer. And I was like, I don't know how to like, should I say I just do weddings or should I say like, yeah. what, how do I? And I was just like, I'm a, I'm a photographer. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> what do you do? And I was always like deflecting, like, I don't want to talk about me. Um, but yeah. like over the last few years, I've really kind of like honed in that elevator pitch type thing to where it's more than just like, Oh, I'm a wedding photographer. Like, you know, you kind of like go more into your brand and, and niche and all that, what set, sets you apart. Um, because then, you know, which, uh, is, is kind of like what you were hinting at earlier that or not hinting at, but actually saying, uh, was like, it <laughs> <Yeah>. keeps you <laughs> top of mind for them. Like they talking to someone like, Oh, Hey, they're engaged. Oh, Actually, I met this guy, Roy. He's also into yeah. aviation. Like y'all should like take him up in a plane like and that would be a cool engagement shoot like on this private island yeah. or something. Hey, y'all, quick break to talk to you about one of the tools that has completely changed my business for the better, and that is my CRM, Tave. Tave is the most customizable studio management system for photographers. They have everything under one roof um, from embedded contact forms that auto generate into new leads to income reports, lead source reports, profit and loss statements, very detailed revenue breakdowns, anything that you want to keep up with your numbers. They've got reports for it. They have built in contract templates, questionnaires for your clients, easy invoicing, and quotes. It is so much. Um, they also like my favorite part, they have these auto populated tokens. So in emails, you can put clients first name or ceremony address, or even specifics down to like maid of honors, Instagram handle, and it'll auto populate it. So you don't have to figure out which spelling of Caitlin is correct for this bride. So go to lightdarkco.com slash Tave, and that's T-A-V-E, to double your 30-day trial to make it a 60-day trial. And you'd think maybe Tave is like 60 bucks a month or something from all those customizations. No, you can pay as little as 22 bucks a month, which is a lot less than a lot of other CRMs that I've used in the past that didn't do half of this stuff. So again, lightdarkco.com slash Tave, T-A-V-E. Check out Tave and let the power of customization grow your business. Initially, for me, thinking networking, I'm thinking um, like wedding shows. I'm thinking like uh, like kind of like mixers for local uh, wedding type or whatever your niche photography type. Um, yeah like venue open houses and, and stuff like that, or just where people get together. Like I hosted a photographer get together once a month and it's just, we all get together and we can talk shop talk or shop. we cannot, and we can just hang out and have some drinks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, like that's initially what I was thinking, but I love the, like go outside of your industry and network with other people. Well, if you're like, so like if you're chasing a passion that you already have, right, you already have an interest in whatever it is that you're doing, maybe, maybe it's strengths, like maybe you're really into like a specific type of old fashioned or making like 
mixed drinks or whatever, or um, again, aviation, you know, whatever your hobby mm-hmm. is, if you're chasing that, when you go and meet people, you don't have to necessarily throw your sh- like your, your, your job in their face. You can, you can sit there and have a genuine conversation and talk about the same things. And then you create a much more genuine relationship with people to where they, they legitimately kind of want to refer you because they're like, oh yeah, it was really fun. Like we had this great time or whatever. It's just an easier way of meeting more people. And it may not even be the, the, the people you meet at those specific events are your new clients. You might just be able to meet some vendors or like a lot of times I've met people who know other people who are launching a wedding venue and I can be the first photographer inside that, that wedding venue or, um, you know, they know somebody who's getting engaged or whatever. Like it's, it's just a, it's a really cool opportunity to, to give yourself more interesting opportunities. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. like you said, like building that connection first, that actual, like, the I'm not trying to 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 sell you or to pitch to you um, when networking with people like building those uh, like genuine uh, connections and relationships first is super important instead of just like going into those networking um, events, just trying to pitch your yourself to you know 15 different people and like, hey, I, I do this photography and I want uh, you know, do you want to hire me? Yeah. Do you know someone who wants to hire me? Um, Cause that is never like, that's not going to leave a good <laughs> taste in their mouth whenever yeah. they're thinking about Roy later. They're like, Oh yeah, that guy. But no, um, but yeah, building those connections, you know, noticing like, Oh, we, Hey, we have the same drink. Yeah. Even if you go to like a specific wedding vendor thing, you don't want to walk up to someone and be like, Hey, I want to be on your preferred vendor list. Like that's, that's, mm-hmm. it's kind of creepy. Um, the second thing is they, they don't know you like either way, but if you just come in as a genuine person and someone, they're like, Oh, I want to actually hang out with this, you know, this photographer or whatever, you'll end up getting on their list anyway, but you don't have to like make the awkward ask in front of them after meeting them for 30 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, it saves you a lot of like unnecessary, uncomfortable silences. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, so how do, how does like that networking um, with other people lead to um, attracting more leads? Yeah. So these are opportunities you're not going to like run into, like it's, they're not necessarily going to like just Google you and find you in most cases, right? These are Mm -hmm. people who are interested in things that you're interested in that you happen to start like being around from, from just chasing your own interests. So it opens an opportunity to meet more people. The more people you meet, the more likely you are going to make, to make business connections. So, um, you know, for example, I, I went to, um, uh, one of those drink pictures the other day and I met like 10 people who now have my Instagram and we're super excited about that. And then they were showing their partner and trying to get, trying to talk about sessions, which, which was not me like saying like, Hey, go check out my Instagram. I, they just asked what I did. And I said, oh, I'm a photographer. Like, Oh, what's your Instagram? Right. And then they literally went through that, that whole phase. Um, and I would not have met like, cause they didn't, they, again, not even wedding clients. These are like clients who just want to have like a, like a, a couple session. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily marketing to that most of the time through like online methods. So, um, those clients are all clients that I, I, I wouldn't have gotten without, without hanging out and just like enjoying life while I meet new people. Cause I think photographers, like we're, we're editing, we're in front of a computer, we're talking with clients, we're working on our websites constantly. Like we are not surrounded by people as much as people think we are right. just really the weekends. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I thought that I was going to be around people a lot more often. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like being in front of your computer 80% of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like, okay, wait, I'm by myself. 
Yeah, it's it's very isolating sometimes, and getting out and yeah. and meeting with other people is is. You get really good at talking to yourself. Very good at talking to yourself. Yeah, I which I was good at that before. <laughs> 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 and now it's just like it's another level you're like i have great ideas i don't know why you guys don't understand this but i'm i'm a genius <laughs> exactly yeah, i get you yeah yeah <laughs> I, I tell myself that all the time <laughs> well cool well so so what are a couple things that the listeners can do to build like their uh their networking relationships today i mean, you mentioned eventbrite that's a great idea yeah. um, for those of you who don't know what eventbrite is um just like google it and it's a event uh type page i've hosted a couple events through eventbrite um and they do a good job of like marketing events to other people who are like like-minded uh interests uh, um so searching on Eventbrite for local uh, events would be great. But what are what are a couple other um, ways that we can do that kind of like next steps getting into networking? Yeah. So there is a, there's a, obviously we have Eventbrite and then there's Facebook uh, events. You can kind of look through and find some different things that are kind of going on in your city. Um, especially if you're trying to get really, really into your mm. specific city, the best place to go is going to be like a, like a Facebook or an Eventbrite where you can see everything that's going on uh, locally. Um, outside of that, you ha you have associations you could join. So, um, like out here, uh, there's one called Wedding Venue Map, and they do again monthly like meetups where like every vendor in town comes and they and and, and they do like speed dating or they do drinks or not speed dating, yeah. speed networking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do speed networking or they do drinks or they do like like something like along those lines where you can go and hang out. And, and again, you're not necessarily there to only talk talk shop, but it is like it's approved. You can do that. Um, and then finally, um, literally using the network you already have. So uh, writing down every person you know in like a Google Sheets document and um, it's going to sound really messed up, but like kind of ranking them as far as how well you know them. So like like a, like a, a five is someone that maybe like you, you've done business with, but don't like wouldn't hang out with on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And then like a one is like, hey, come stay at my house for the weekend or something like that. And so you want to reach out to your ones and your twos and just be like, hey, like, I'm looking to meet some new people. Is there someone that you, that we can go like hang out with, have dinner or whatever? And and they'll usually have someone inside of there. Now, obviously, don't just like open the conversation that way. <laughs> right. Um, you want to do like like hey, you want to check in with them first, and then kind of like work that in. Um, but usually, they'll have someone in their network that they know. Like they they're not even thinking about it, and they might be like, oh yeah, I forgot my friend Jenny got you know she's engaged or whatever. We could go, we should go have dinner with her and her fiance, and like we can hang out for the night. And it doesn't have to be this awkward like immediate business thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like you're missing a lot of opportunities with the people that are in your network that want to help you in the first place and like l grabbing into those are like so key yeah yeah no i love that ranking idea too yeah it's a it's a um network or what's it like a, like a, uh, i'm trying to think of what's what the what the term is you know like the people who sell like soaps and stuff <laughs> um oh yeah, yeah yeah it's i'm blanking on it but it's it's a it's a strategy that uh like the top people from there use yeah, I, I've heard something similar before, and that's kind of like what I did, like starting to reach out to guests to have on the podcast, because I was like, okay, who are people that I know that like, uh, like, uh, kind of like had different columns <laughs> of, you know, that I know closely that would come on and just be like, yeah, I'll talk about whatever. And others that had like, uh, you know, a really great, uh, influence or, um, or something, you know, uh, like importance to say because some people that i know like you know i can i can talk to you know 
one of my friends who was not in the wedding industry or photography industry at all, they would come on here and we could chat for a couple hours, but it would not be that beneficial uh, for, for those <laughs> listening. Um, but yeah, like yeah. having those columns of like, where are they ranking? Um, which kind of feels weird ranking people, but yeah, like a little for bit. this instance, like it is, it's important to, to like, yeah, to, to see where, um, where your, uh, your efforts and, uh, and energy needs to go first. That would be an easy, uh, networking connection, um, with someone versus, you know, starting somewhere that might be a little bit more forced. Yeah, they're they're not stuck in that rank. They're like you could right. so a five can oh, be, yeah. become a four or whatever. You can even change, turn a five into a one. It just takes a lot of time, um, and it may not be like your fastest route of getting like a lead because it, it, again, it's it's going to take a, a, some significant time. But like networking in general is like your quick lead strategy. It's something that you could you could do it today and you could make some huge changes uh, within the next like two or three days just by really, really like focusing on it. And, and you'd actually, you'd get results from it. Unlike where if you do like SEO, which is another, like it's a long, it's a great long-term strategy, but it takes some time for that stuff to rank and everything. Um, SEO is like your networking is like your, okay, well, I'm gonna start oh, this yeah. today and I might meet someone new tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that has definitely happened uh, for me before. And, you know, there's also been other times that I've met someone and then three years down the road, uh, they're like, Hey, I remembered like, you know, we connected online. I've been following you on Instagram or whatever. And, you know, they send me a lead. I'm like, Oh, cool. Like I hadn't even <laughs> like really thought about you like more than just like, Oh, Hey, I see those likes every now and then, whatever. Yeah. I like their stuff. Um, but like it's, it's a great, um, you know, sometimes could happen next week, sometimes could yeah. happen uh, three to five years from now. Uh, and it's just kind of like all over the place. The, um, the more you show up, the better it's going to it's going to give you results. A hundred percent. Yeah, because then it'll just be compounding on top because uh, the more events you're going to, the more like there's there were so many, uh, especially like high to them pandemic, you know, late 2020, early 21. Um where there were a bunch of online, just like networking, uh, zoom, uh, rooms. And you could just go in there and yeah. just like chat with people, uh, from all over the country and, you know, even out of the country. And that was a great way of meeting people that weren't right here in my city. Yeah. Yeah. I never even, uh, I see that that's the thing. I never, I didn't do that. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I remember what is the app that the, the, the chat room app or whatever that, that photography clubhouse that's what it was clubhouse i remember clubhouse being a big thing yeah yeah i kind of got yeah. into like the tail end of clubhouse because i didn't have an iphone i was i was android and i was like well Same. they don't have clubhouse for android so i was like on my old uh 3gs <laughs> <laughs> like trying to like it <laughs> hardly held charge and i was trying to get in there because i was like i want to talk to these people like i want to i want to get in because i i loved the idea of clubhouse and just like it's just conversations yeah. and that's it um and now that I have an iPhone, uh, Clubhouse is not really a thing. <laughs> As an Android user, did you find like getting into that last section of Clubhouse? Like, were you were you at the phase where like everyone was mostly just selling stuff to you <laughs> when you when you finally got in? Because that's what that was my experience. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once once I got in um, to where I could I could get in and like 
talk for hours. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of just all of these rooms that I used to be in. And it was just like, like this where we were just talking yeah, and we're, we're like dropping little pieces of, of, uh, like knowledge that we've picked up over the years. And maybe there's some sort of topic, but it was a lot of just like photographers and, and other vendors just hanging out and talking about, uh, experiences that they've had on wedding days and, and tips that they would share with someone who's in their first like three years of business yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, and then once I, I had a phone that I could like get in there and talk all the time, it was a lot of like, all right, and this is my course and, you know, you know, like resetting the room every 10 minutes and like, we're going to be doing this and you can come up here and talk, but I'm going to send you back down. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, a lot more, um, theatrical, a lot more, uh, more like a webinar type yeah. deal. And I still have the app. I have not been on there. I got rid of it months. Uh, <laughs> but. It's once that once I got in there and I started getting sold on like a regular yeah. basis, I'm like, no, we're getting rid of this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about the same. Um, <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. I think that's, that's really great. I, I have, I have one more, one more question about networking. I know that for a lot of people, networking can be a little bit intimidating. Um, you know, just like, like for me, um, I'm a little bit more on the introverted side, especially in like big group settings. Uh, this one-on-one sure. -on -one podcast thing, I seem a lot more extroverted than I actually am. Um, yeah. Put me in a room of like 150 people. I'm like, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know what to do. I have like an audio sensing uh, something. I forget the name of it, but I, it's really hard for me to focus on um, whatever is not the loudest sound in the room. Sure. Um, so conversations in like a, a crowded restaurant are not good for me, but, um, but for people that like maybe don't like, wouldn't just like go out and go talk to all these different people. Um, do you have any tips on like how to kind of maybe set expectations, uh, going into networking events or how to like get out there and just, you know, share more about themselves? Yeah. So, it, um, I'm probably, I probably have a more harsh, um, look on, on that kind of thing. Whereas like being extroverted is actually a learned skill. Like it's not, like it does not, it did not come naturally to me for like years, but like embracing being uncomfortable and just trying to meet as many people as you can, you start to learn that like whatever that fear is, that's in your head. Like the, like the, Oh, I'm uncomfortable and I don't want to be uncomfortable in front of these random strangers. Like it eventually starts to kind of fade away. Um, but it is super uncomfortable at first. So my, my, my mm -hmm. advice is basically just to like take the leap and go like risk whatever it is that you're afraid of. Cause it's probably not nearly as it's not nearly as bad as what you think it is. Um, and a lot of times it's, it's your own self doubt kind of like jumping in and being like, yeah, you're, you're this kind of person, you're that kind of person that no one else sees you that way except for you. Um, jumping in and, and just being okay with the fact that, yeah, you might drop the ball, you might be uncomfortable, but you're at least trying something is going to get, is going to get you a lot farther. I mean, like realistically, no one has ever done anything interesting being comfortable 100% of the time. Like you're not going to accomplish much if you're only chasing being comfortable. So uh, my advice is to go out there and be as uncomfortable as possible uh, so that you actually have some opportunities get put in front of you. Um, without that, I, I don't know that you're going to get them. You can't just passively market everything. Yeah.
No, that is very true. Uh, I passively marketed for years and, you know, got enough, but, um, but really it, like it starts to plateau. You can only get so far mm-hmm. with relying on passive marketing. Um, and yeah, to, to like kind of hit that point that you made of like being uncomfortable is where, um, the like extraordinary things happen. You know, if you're just, wanting to be comfortable, you're probably not going to networking events to begin with. You're just like, I'm just going to stay home. And like <laughs> I've got, I've got Netflix, I've got, you know, Disney plus whatever. And I'm just going to hang out here and I'll post on Instagram. That is comfortable for me. Um, but yeah. getting uncomfortable going out there, I think, uh, like really, you know, pushing yourself to, if it, if pushing yourself is, just attending a networking event, then, you know, uh, set an expectation of like meeting one person and getting to talk to one person. Um, and then, you know, like building that up every time that you go to the next place, um, and really just trying to push yourself outside of that comfort zone of, uh, or, or, uh, or, and I guess, uh, bringing a friend along to where, now you have that comfort of like, okay, I've got like yeah. some stability here because I have this friend and, uh, and now we can go talk to people and we can talk each other up too. Um, cause that's a lot easier for me to talk about someone else than it is to talk sure. about myself in those settings where I'm meeting new people. Uh, yeah. so grab, grab your, grab your buddy and just go to these <laughs> networking events. I think that would be great. Well, there's, there's so much value in that too, because when, all right, so if you walk into a room and you tell everyone you're the best fighting farmer there is, or you're the greatest person in the room or whatever, like they're going to hate you. Like at that point, like no one's going to yeah. be like super excited. Like, okay, but hold on. This guy's like oh, really yeah. conceited or whatever. But when your friend comes in and says like, you got to meet John, John's this amazing photographer. He's super friendly. His couples are like all like taken care of to like to the nines. You've got to meet him. When you come in, you don't have to like prove or sell yourself. You just have to make sure you're not proving that person wrong. So it, it, it is an easier way of gaining trust with like someone else right. that, that just met you. Um, <clears throat> when you think back to your, your uh, relationship ranking where we kind of talked about like, you know, someone might be a one or a two. If a one introduces you to another one, you become a one to that person, if that makes sense. So like you skip you skip the line because you're, you're kind of uh, trading trust, essentially. Like they can, they can push you to that level. Um, so you're right. Like bringing a friend is also a solid, solid way to get in there. And there's, a, you don't have to meet every person in the room either. You just one person say, hi, get something, do something. And, and then like, try again, keep trying again. You'll get, you'll get used to it eventually. Yeah. And there's like here locally, there's a, a wedding, um, yeah. association that I'm a part of there's maybe like two 300 vendors in in the association and every spring there's like a spring dinner and a lot of us end up going um and that's happening what, uh, tonight actually yeah today's oh, Tuesday right, so it's perfect tonight. so you're gonna go right uh, cool I get <laughs> I get to take them this was perfectly planned. Thanks, Roy. Um, <laughs> I get to take all of this that you just talked about and implement it tonight. Um, but like I try and meet someone new because there's always someone, you know, people joining and leaving the association um, throughout the year. So every time that there's one of these spring banquets, fall banquet, there's someone that I haven't met there. And I don't try to go and meet everyone, go say hi. I I don't even try to say hi to everyone. Um, (laughs) but I try to go and at least talk to someone new. And, you know, in that setting, it's very like 
hey, what's your name? Oh, here's my business card. Like, let's let's chat later kind of thing. Um, so like that's it's very easy to remember people's names when you have a business card uh, later on. But like that's that's something, you know, if there's an event that happens regularly, like once a month, once a quarter, whatever, um, you know, don't try and meet everyone, but just pick one or two, three, five, however many is uh, like a, a attainable goal for you um, yeah. and just meet that many people and have those like good connections instead of just like, you know, drive by. Hi, I'm Roy. <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going? And then like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, what did he do? What is who is this guy? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never done the the hi, I'm Roy. And then just walked away thing. Um, but I have I have had to, like there was one I went to as a surprise. No. It was public speaking night and I had no idea. So I, I walk in this place and they're like, OK, cool. You're going on stage in five minutes. I'm like, I'm doing what now? Huh? <laughs> so I got up there and I had to like I had to like explain my business in front of like 400 plus people in front of a stage and I'm wearing like I I I very rarely will like dress up for something so I'm wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and I'm just very casual walking up on the stage and like okay guys uh I am Roy and I do wedding <laughs> photography and I don't want to be on this stage <laughs> so like that's I think that's the only time where I've been I've been like incredibly uncomfortable doing it but like it wasn't the worst thing it worked out um i ended up getting at least a lot of laughs because i i really had no plan going up there right yeah yeah and being like and i don't want to be on stage right now like that connects you with a lot of people they're like oh yeah i don't i don't like that i have to go up there either but uh. <laughs> i don't want to be up there at all yeah <laughs> yeah and i wasn't sure like i the problem is i listen to a lot of stand-up too so like i half half of my brain was like oh, do i just do like a stand-up routine or do i like <laughs> like how long do they want me on this stage for i can do maybe five minutes <laughs> but yeah the, the uncomfortableness is, is a great thing to chase but yeah okay well cool so to before we wrap things up what is something that you're loving this week um you know it could be anything from a movie book new tv show uh food or whatever um or or maybe the weather there in florida what are what are you loving <laughs> uh Listen, I'm always loving the weather in Florida. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm also the kind of person where like you could set me on fire and I'm okay, but don't make me cold. So it's it's it, that's great. Um, now this week's been really great. I've um, I, I had the opportunity. So obviously I live in Orlando, so I can go to the theme parks or whatever whenever I want. Um, and I've been enjoying doing that on my days off, like hitting up a water park or uh, I just rode. Um, all the new like Harry Potter rides at Universal because I hadn't done that yet, um, and they have this ride where you like you're on a motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> you're on your Hagrid, I guess is, is what I think that I, I, yes. so I didn't yeah, watch Harry Hagrid's, Potter. Yeah, <laughs> but I was Hagrid. I was Hagrid. It's a really really cool ride. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it it goes backwards. It drops you down ten feet. It's crazy. Yeah. So I I was in Orlando a couple of years yeah. ago. Um, and, and we went there, I was there for a conference and like, uh, ended up going a few days early because it was also mm. our anniversary. And, um, my, my wife and I went to universal, she's a big Harry Potter fan. So we went there and I'm like, I've, I've listened to the audiobooks, I've watched the movies. Like I know what's going on. And we waited probably an hour and a half in line for that. Hagrid's motorcycle ride yeah and it broke and 
then we went on and did other things. And then she went back the next day while I went to the conference and uh, was able to write it multiple times because they had fixed it. And I was like, yeah. well, <laughs> one of these days we're going to go back to Orlando and I'm going to get to write it because it sounds like a really fun ride. It's a cool. Yeah, it's a it's a great ride. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm that's what I'm currently digging right now. I'm not really watching TV. At, like since I moved out to Florida, I really I, I kind of stopped watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you have that, um, like in the spring, yeah. I definitely watch much less TV because I'm outside more. Um, I mean, right now is just like peak pollen season. And that is terrible for me. I have I've always had bad, bad allergies uh, somehow <laughs> moving here. Um, I don't know, five, six years ago, um, they went down from where I used to be. So I didn't have to take medication like every day. But in the spring, it's just everything is yellow because there's pollen everywhere. So right now I'm not outside that much. Um, but here in a couple of weeks, once all this like blows out of here, um, I'm, I'm definitely out a lot more. Uh, so right now I am watching uh, TV. And um, one thing that I watched recently that I really liked, I thought it was a, a well done movie, was The Adam Project on uh, Netflix, mm. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. where it's like, time travel type thing where he comes back in time and uh and then he like ha meets his 12 year old self and then has to have him help him uh go you know save the world or whatever uh yeah but it was is is funny I, you know it's ryan reynolds he's a funny guy i i've always liked him from like way back in like just friends days and like <laughs> van wilder and stuff yeah um and like the kid that they cast for young Ryan Reynolds spot is on. like spot on yeah. his mannerisms and everything were exactly. Oh yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And the, the plot and everything was also, was also good. It was like enough action, enough story, enough humor. Um, you know, it was, is a good, is a good movie all around. Uh, so I would recommend watching it if you like that kind of stuff, especially if you like Ryan Reynolds and his humor. Of course I do. Yeah, uh, definitely. So yeah. <laughs> I liked that one. Yeah. It reminds me of Black, Back to the Future a little bit. I get those vibes from it. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, without the okay. uh, like falling for his uh, mother type thing that happened in, uh, in Back <laughs> to the Future. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool. I liked it. It was good. Um, well, sweet. Well, Roy, where can people uh, follow along with you? Where can they find you? Um, I know you mentioned this like very early on in your intro, but I'm interested in this because uh, I think it's it's great. Your uh, where can people find like your your blog uh, writing and and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So um, if you the easiest way is to go to my website, uh, RoyThePhotographer.com, and then there's a button on the in the menu that says coaching. Um, you want to click on that. Um, everything is done via interview process first. We don't accept any, like, I, I'm not just doing this for anybody. So, um, we, we do like a little zoom meeting. I make sure I'm like a good fit for you. Uh, I give you some, some different package options because we do not just like the SEO, like the blog writing itself. Uh, but we also will do a little bit of coaching mixed in with it. Um, and so best place to find it is on there. Uh, if you want to see my work, it's Instagram, Roy, the photographer is probably the place that's most up to date. Um, cause it's on a schedule for the next like six months. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, th those are probably the, the two best. Yeah. It's or Facebook. And so, like, you can also just straight up friend request me. It seems to be what everyone likes to do now. <laughs> 
Nice. Well, awesome. Yeah. And I'll have links to all those things uh, in yeah. the show notes as well. Um, but yeah, awesome. Well, sweet. Well, Roy, thanks for oh, you know what? on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention because I'm, I'm terrible at this. I actually have a Facebook group as well. Uh, it's called The Talent Pool. Uh, and you'll see me drop in little little like coaching videos and some SEO stuff in there every once in a while. Um, usually, usually recorded in my car because that's just how I do things. <laughs> yep. That's the times that I like I'm thinking like while I'm driving, I'm like, oh, I should do like a live on this thing. And uh, that's probably what I should yeah. do is just like pull off somewhere and just like, hey, quick, like five, 10 minute uh, video real quick because this is on yeah. my mind. I got to talk about it. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great group. I'm in there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, y'all should join. I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. I'll also share it in our Facebook group. Uh, so you can just uh, jump on over it's still in the platform. Uh, nice, but sweet. Well, Roy, <laughs> thanks so much for coming back on the show again. It was great to talk to you. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully one of these days I'll be able to come out to uh, Florida and we can go ride on Hagrid's ride together and just uh, oh, yeah. enjoy that Florida weather. I'll even go sidecar, man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could you could get the motorcycle. I'll be the sidecar. We'll be good to go. <laughs> well, sweet. Thanks so much. All right. Well, y'all, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. I really enjoyed getting to talk to Roy. He's always, um, always a joy to talk to. Uh, and, uh, and if, if you like that, you will probably like his, uh, Facebook group as well. Um, he mentioned that in the episode and it is the talent pool. Uh, there is a, uh, a link in the show notes. Um, there's also a link in our Facebook group. If you're a part of the light and dark photography, Facebook group on Facebook, um, there's a link in there. You can just search in the group for Roy Serafin and that will pop up. Um, in, in our conversation, I mentioned that, um, I was going to a networking event that evening, which I mean, how great, how great did that turn out? And, uh, and I actually used some of the tips that Roy suggested and, uh, talked to someone new that I hadn't met. They were recently, uh, joined the association and we put together a styled shoot and like have already started making plans to work together, uh, to start, uh, pointing our ideal clients toward each other. So, uh, really great. Uh, this, this can work for you, uh, is, is proof. Um, but, uh, but yeah, as always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkcode.com slash podcast slash 114. This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can join us for the next live episode by joining the light and dark photography podcast group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships. You get a great deal while we get a little kickback. Um, it's always a great way to support this free podcast. Um, you can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Roy is at Roy the Photographer. And you can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. I would love to read what you have to say might even read it on the podcast i probably will um so go go write something write something fun write something that you want me to say uh and i'll say it uh anyway have a great week and i will see you in the facebook bye